Today, Joe Biden and the left continue to blame President Trump mm -hmm. for stoking violence. Uh, a Democratic data firm says an apparent Trump election landslide could turn into a Biden win days later with, you know, mail-in ballots. Nothing funny to see here. And a D.C. panel targets the Jefferson Memorial and Washington Monument. We've got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by the one and only Glenn Beck. Hi. Mr. Glenn Beck. Hi, I'm Glenn Beck. <laughs> Hi, you might know me from my television appearances <laughs> on the News and Why It Matters. <laughs> and then we've also joined by Blaze TV contributor Eric July. Thanks for being here. Uh, all right, we've got a lot to get into. Namely, so we covered on the show yesterday, um, Joe Biden had just given his speech. And so we didn't have a lot of it. But uh, mm -hmm. obviously, we grabbed the most important part, which was Joe Biden mumbo jumbo about coronavirus and a hundred years. And look, look, look. All right. Look, look. look come on, guy. <laughs> come on, man. But he and the left uh, are continuing to double down, not just yesterday, but today as well. The response from the mainstream media uh, blaming President Troke for fanning the flames of violence when it comes to all of the Democrat run cities. Uh, here's a little bit of what Joe Biden had to say about that. Fires are burning and we have a president who fans the flames rather than fighting the flames. But we must not burn. We have to build. My God. This president long ago yeah, forfeited really any moral leadership in this country. He can't stop the violence because for years he's fomented it. You know, he may believe mouthing the words law and order makes him strong. But his failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as an armed oh militia in this country oh my. shows how oh. weak he oh. is. Oh, I'm fighting an aneurysm right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm fighting an aneurysm. Oh, so first of all, uh, Joe, who's doing the video here? Why in the world, when you're talking about safety, would you put a steel cage behind you? I mean, it's like, no, look, I'm just, you know, it's like it reminds me of like a country bar where people are throwing bottles at him. Um, so uh, I can't believe how dumb, not us, they think the the independent and the swing Democratic voter really is. Yeah. They they think they're so stupid that they could say for years, nothing wrong with Antifa, nothing wrong with these riots. They can have people on television, all their advocates on television saying, when did we promise that riots or that uh, peaceful uh, uh, gatherings wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have rioters in there when you wouldn't have some looting? They've done all of this. America's been begging. Can you guys stop? Can you guys please? All Democrats in all these Democratic states. And I mean, honestly, I think they think that their voter is like. That's how they think their voter is. They think they're that stupid that they're all like, I don't know, in some home just playing with their spit. I mean, he's not wrong. Oh, he's not, no, again, like I said yesterday, 
they see the world for what it, they want it to be, not what it actually is. And of course, they have to assume that you're you're an idiot mm -hmm. because only a brainlet would say something like that. Or, you know, maybe they think you're the brainlet that right. they would say something as crazy as blaming it on the opposition. Right. When you look at the fact of what's happening, these perpetual protests and have violence in between it was going on in Portland for 80 days was going on in Seattle. No <laughs> rational person can look at that and say, Trump, tell them to stop. Right. They're not the ones doing it. They're not the one. That's, that's your people. And Trump has been saying, yeah, exactly. let me in. I'll help you. Exactly. I'll help you. I'll help yeah. you. <laughs> and they've been, obviously they've been they've been declining it. And, and it's like, I don't look my, my biggest frustration when these guys, these politicians come out here and they do this whole uh, grandstanding with each other and, and they, they they plan with other people's livelihoods at the end of the day. So they get to say stuff like that. At the end of the day, of course, there are people in these cities that are having their businesses destroyed, their places of work destroyed. And here we have someone that is claiming to, well, not claiming this is what he is. He's running for president, saying something that is objectifiably just, just false. It's just, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even pass the smell test. So I have a grandchild um, who is, she thinks she's smarter than she is. Now she's really smart. Yeah. But she's not that smart, right. yeah. okay? And, uh, like, she'll eat a cookie, and it will be all over her face. And then you'll, you'll see her drop the cookie, <laughs> and it's on her face, and you'll say, did you just have a cookie? No, Cohen did. And you're like, Cohen's in the other room. You got cookie on your face, and it's at your feet. That's what they are. They're like, they're like a five-year-old <laughs> lying about what they're doing. I didn't do that. <laughs> you're there cookies all over you it, it is unbelievable <laughs> like i said it, it, they have to see the world for what they want it to be or what more so they need it to be because they've they, painted are, themselves in a corner are they stupid or do well, they I think, think it's a little bit of both they th of course they think the other people are stupid but yeah of course they're dumb too it's because they painted themselves in that corner they have to commit to these lies and they have to commit to again putting putting forth this sort of narrative this 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 position that doesn't even it's not even a real thing like anybody with eyes like we we have social media we have all these independent uh you know creators that are out there we got elijah schaefer out there only elijah schaefer out there we can see the videos we're not stupid yeah we know that it's not a bunch of red hats that are going going around burning stuff to the ground committing acts of violence upon other people and for someone to then come out and just say well you need to get your folks to stop biden are you are you serious yeah but he's saying that stuff with a straight face yeah. like he's not even chuckling He's not even chuckling, it's, so I don't know if he believes it or what, but he's it, the fact that they, they are allowed to get away with that is my biggest frustration because it's dangerous. man. It's why it's why it took so long for MLK to really connect with America, because the white establishment, they controlled the networks. They controlled mm. everything. They can controlled the flow of information. That's why King was like. You wear a tie and a white shirt, you show up, I don't care what they do, because not one frame could show hitting back. Mm -hmm. Not one frame. They, they had to be left with nothing to show. And many times, they showed nothing. Mm -hmm. And just talked about it. It's like they all live in 1965. They think that, oh, well, I've got the media on my side. Well, dude, ah... Uh, that's not the only place we can get our news now. Right. You know, yeah. they they claimed that they were all out. They beat me up over this. Was it this weekend or last weekend? They beat me up because I said. 
Where are you, media? Where are you? Why does Elijah Schaefer yeah. mm-hmm. have the video that you guys are using? Mm-hmm. And they all pounded me and saying, we were there. We were. Where's your film? Then why are you asking us what happened? Mm-hmm. Why are you calling up Elijah and saying, hey, can we get that video? If you were there. I were there. I've actually seen multiple uh reporters uh, that that are on the ground now in Portland and I think Washington, D.C., and they are trying to to make it sound like everything's fine. Like they're taking pictures of random parks that look unaffected. Oh, my and they're God, like, I've seen that. Yeah, seen, and they're yeah, like, well, but, that. oh, look like at this parks, like, look, look, look at how dangerous Portland. it is in yeah. Seattle right now. They're taking a picture of people playing in a playground well, or something so, like yeah. that. So, that. It's that unbelievable. Was, yeah. That was the thing is they, because the, Biden, I think, said this in a speech yesterday where he was, he said, they're trying to make it sound like the whole city's on fire. <laughs> no, we know the Space Needle is still standing. Right. We know Seattle's not all on fire. It's this one area. We got that. But what are you saying? What are you saying that, so what if they burn down four blocks? I don't know. How do the people who live in those four blocks feel? <laughs> you know what I mean? How about the people who have the stores in those four blocks? I, you don't have to set the entire city. Look, if you launch a tactical nuke, it's not like any of us are going to be saying, oh, yeah, but they didn't blow up all of New York. Yeah. Right. It's a tactical nuke. They used a nuke. I think that's crossing the line. Yeah. So don't believe your eyes. Don't believe your ears. Don't believe your own memory of what all of these Democrats have said. Luckily, we have this thing called like video where we can go back. What is that? (laughs) It's this new invention where we can go back and look. Uh, Here is a there's a montage of just all of these Democrats who are just I mean, they're the ones who are saying, you know, you got to get up and punch him. I would punch him. I would do this. I would do that. And you got to step back back after you watch this and go, wait a second, who is it that's stoking the violence here? Watch. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of them. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. If any of us did this. Look, his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get up and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that mm. on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Gosh. But, you know, that was just a deep fake, apparently. None of those things happened. What you remember, what you heard. What's so sad is we don't need deep fakes. No. No. We don't. We just need somebody in the Democratic Party to go, those weren't the rioters you were looking at. 
yeah. Like a, <laughs> it's like a, men in black, like yeah, little, little things where they erase your memory and stuff like yeah. that. And this is basically what's going on. It's it's dangerous. We know that it's dangerous because people that have nothing to do with anything, and I'm not even talking about counter protesters. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people that are just innocent bystanders, right? Or whether it be in the form of their businesses being <laughs> blown up. I know people think insurance just solves everything. It's just stuff. You can just burn people's stuff to the ground. No matter if people work there, they're not rich, obviously. They depend on this type of stuff. But no, they've been they've been the ones fanning the flames. And all this is is a projection. It is a projection. They they can try to pull the, the I don't know, 42, blue 42 on you and, and acting as if, well, it's you're the guys that are doing it. That's just a projection. We know who's doing it. We see who's doing it. But they do have the the media, all these corporate entities. It's so fascinating to me how these guys get away with acting as if they are revolutionaries when it seems that everybody is on their side that has any sort of oh, power. It's I know. Amazing. To me. It's I know fighting the system. <laughs> The system is with you. The system is paying for this. I mean, it's crazy. The system uh, are the ones that, like, every single website you go to, they have to give you their statement exactly. on Black Lives yeah. Matter yeah. now. It is. It's so funny. This, I'm fighting the system. D- Look at the look at the signs you're holding up. They've been printed by unions. <laughs> uh, all right, we've got much more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Rough Greens, which... Glenn, I know that you have a lot of experience with as well because your dog, my dog was a picky eater too. No, no. I heard, I heard dog, this from you. I think yours was way worse. Yeah, no, my dog was not a picky eater. He, we had to, and I'm not kidding you, for six years, we would, there would be many days we had to feed him by hand. I just don't know how you did, you like, didn't just if like you, take him back. We had shifts. <laughs> it would like, be like, no. it's your week to feed the dog. And I'm like, no. And you'd stand there and if you if you fed it for hand, you could like put it gently into his bowl and maybe he'd eat. But then you have to get up very slowly and then don't move. If you move, he'd stop. He'd look at you. If you left, he'd go with you. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. Now, oh, a robber could be stabbing <laughs> me to death right next to the bowl, and he'd be like, mm, and he'd be eating. And this is a trained dog, by the way. Yeah. No, he's a gentleman. canine. He's a yeah. He's a. But I mean, he loves it, and I have seen. Uh, I mean, honestly, he's he wants to play all the time now, and I'm like, I'm not in shape enough to play. <laughs> So what what Glenn is saying is that we need a Rough Greens for For humans humans as well. Uh, But Rough Greens, your dogs will love it, and you will know that they are getting the proper nutrition. It's got the vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, probiotics, everything that they are not getting from their dry dog food because they kill all that out of the package before they put it on the shelf. You can go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. Take the Rough Greens uh, 14-day jumpstart challenge. You will see the difference in your dog in those 14 days or less. Glenn has seen it. I've seen it. Pat and Stu have seen it as well with their dogs. You can too, especially if you have an older dog. They will really, they will really, it'll increase their mobility and uh, they will have a longer, healthier life. You can go to ruffgreens.com slash blaze. That is roughgreens.com slash blaze. President Trump was visiting Kenosha, Wisconsin today, uh, which apparently the city, they've realized that it's cost an estimated $2 million just to city property alone, which is weird because I would think like these were just peaceful protests and usually you wouldn't see that kind of money 
damages coming from a peaceful protest. But apparently these peaceful protests cost quite a bit of money. And again, that's just to city property alone. Uh, The mayor said yesterday he plans on asking the state and federal governments for assistance. And his his initial request is $30 million with the idea that the number could climb significantly past that. No. But tell me how you really feel. No. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, this is coming in the unions. They're going to say, oh, you know, we have these fire unions and police unions where we promised them that they could actually hold the moon in their hand for an hour. So we got to give. No, that was you. That was your taxpayers. That was your vote. We should not have to pay for it. If you take federal uh, help and you stop it and it takes the National Guard to come in, fine. But if you're saying, no, we don't want the federal help, then you don't get the federal dollars. Mm -hmm. I am not paying to repair Seattle for the things that we all sat here and said, this is stupid, not a dime. Uh, Not a dime. Eric, I am old enough to remember when uh, all of these like mayors and governors and all of these officials said they didn't want Trump's help. Yeah, they said they I'm, had like, it. I'm, I'm, I'm two months old. You they had it remember all the way back then. Yeah. yeah, like they said they had it under control. Yeah. Um, and clearly they didn't. But this is government at work where um, I mean, it's funny that all these Keynesians working for him. And this is more of a broken window fallacy, if anything. But where they they expect to be paid after <laughs> destroying the place. Um, and obviously it's coming out of the pockets of us, um, uh, the federal taxpayer, if you will, um, the money that they stolen from us. And you guys know I'm not a big fan of taxing at all, especially no. to uh, pay pay for uh, other individuals who sit there and stand aside. And it's again, it's not just the fact that they are telling people, or more so the police officers, to stand down in certain areas. My bigger concern is the fact that they don't it's not even incentivized. They make it illegal in a lot of these places for people to say, you know what? No, we're going to go protect our property. We're going to go protect our businesses ourselves. That's not anything that generally uh, they allow to happen. Like we talked about yesterday situation that happened out there in uh, what was it? Uh, Minneapolis, was it with the guy with the pawn shop owner who shoots a looter? He's the one that goes to jail, of course. Now, people aren't incentivized to actually, you know, protect their own property if that's the case. And again, that's been my bigger my bigger my bigger frustration, my bigger gripe with all of this. It's not even just about the fact that it's telling people to stand down. It's that they make it illegal um, and it's not even incentivizing you to go protect your own property. But of course, when it hits the fan, they expect to be bailed out. No. And then it's like you say, yeah, of course not. Of course no. not. You don't. That's not what you get. And of course, if that money, if they knew that that money wasn't going to be there, they might it, think twice. Right. Bingo. They might think twice. Bingo. Exactly. Did you you guys, subsidize their failure, then you're going to get more of it. You made your bed. You sleep in it now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys ever watch Yellowstone? Have you ever seen the, the uh, TV series Yellowstone? I've heard. I've heard, we, I've heard we have to start it, but we haven't Freaking yet. Great. I love it. Um, but it's up in what, Wyoming, Montana, one of the two, uh, Montana, I think. And it's out in the middle of nowhere where the cowboys still deal justice. And there was a scene, I think it was in the last one this season, where they come into this guy's office and he's in charge of, you know, all the ag laws and and taking care of the cattle ranchers. And uh, at one point, somebody had taken 
uh, all these cows. And uh, he just got the guys and then he shot the bad guy and took the cows and got them back to the ranchers. All illegal. And everybody was like, shh. And you want to feel like that's wrong. But then the cattle ranchers all walked in. They were like, you need to run for governor. And he's like, no, I don't think. He's like, no, that's the way it needs to be. Somebody comes in, messes your stuff up, won't give it back. You deal justice. Shoot them. Get the cows back. And there's part of you that is horrified. And another part that says, you know what? There, we're so far away from this. Mm. Somewhere in the middle is where it should be. And you should be able, because the, really the bad guy in it usually is like the federal government. The, 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 the idea that you should be able to, you and your community say, no, this is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, a Democratic analytics firm is warning people that the results of the presidential election may swing wildly days mm. after election night uh, with the unprecedented number of mail-in and absentee ballots. Uh, this is guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this Hawkfish, the company Hawkfish, the CEO said uh, that, you know, well, we talk about a red mirage because we think on election night there's going to be a whole lot of votes for President Trump. But just wait until the other days when, you know, we do some stuff behind the scenes. OK, he may not say that last part. Watch. The reason we talk about a red mirage is, in fact, because we believe that on election night we are going to see Donald Trump in a stronger position than the reality actually is. We are sounding an alarm and saying that this is a very real possibility, that the data is going to show on election night an incredible victory for Donald Trump. That is likely to be what we see when every legitimate vote is tallied and we get to that final day, which will be someday after election day. It will in fact show that what happened on election night was exactly that, a mirage. It looked like Donald Trump was in the lead. And he fundamentally was not when every ballot it gets counted. If I were a conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. I might say that he is just kind of setting, planting these seeds. Because... Oh, it's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> that is exactly what's going to happen. And it's by design. Here we are in the in the riskiest election we've ever had. The country is on the precipice. We don't believe in anything. And a group of people called the Democrats decide we're going to change the way we do things. Mm -hmm. the, the most insane thing ever, unless you are your intent is to cause civil unrest. You want to talk about f fanning the flames? That's the way to do it. So what's going to happen? Notice he said twice every legitimate vote yeah. as long as we count every legitimate vote 20 percent of the mail-in vote historically is thrown out okay it doesn't matter it, it's thrown out because the check mark isn't there right. the signature can't be verified we're not sure the address you can't tell who they really voted for 20 percent are discarded okay historically every time you now tell the democrats send it in they send it in. You now take 20%. I don't care if it says Mickey Mouse on all of them. You take 20%, you throw them away. There's going to be an outcry by the Democrats by design that they are throwing away legitimate votes. Mm. You're also setting the stage. Americans have not dealt with not knowing who was president except once 
and we almost tore each other apart. Yeah. 2000. Americans are going to see that. They're going to see a large margin. No matter how much you say it, they don't trust mail-in voting, most Americans. They don't understand how mail-in voting works with the 20%. You are going to have a civil war. You come back a month later. How do you know what, how, how are you ensuring that those ballots were in the hands of of the people that they were supposed to be in the hands on election day. How do you know that? How do you trust that? You don't. There's no trust. No trust. Eric, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, uh, look, uh, I always think these kind of systems are are funky. Um, But when you're dealing with mail-in voting, just definitely considering that I haven't got a... Remember that package I was talking about two weeks? Yeah. Still hasn't got here. Oh. Um, by the way, I think it's in Alabama somewhere, or supposedly <laughs> that's what they're saying that it may be. Um, who knows? But when they say, say it in the way that he says it, where he's presenting it as if, okay, look, yeah, he, he may win, right? He, he may win. That let's night. Con- let's concede that. Yeah. Like, he may win. Let's we'll fumble, fuck, you know, mucky up the the waters, if you will, yeah. a little bit after the fact, and then they'll, you know, they'll, they'll show you that that was just a mirage. It's like, is that the mirage? Or what y'all are about to do is that the mirage? I don't know, but I don't trust it. I don't think, to be fair, I don't think most people trust it. I don't feel like Democrats, for example, would be so adamant. Lee, let's say maybe now I want to say against it, but more so for this particular deal, this mail in voting, if they felt like they didn't benefit from it. Oh, yeah. So. Right. Well, especially when they keep saying that President Trump is the one who's a fascist. Yeah. And then they say, like, you think that, okay, well, this would be something that would be setting the scene up like you have no benefit from that. It would be one way or the other. It's just mail in voting. Trump's going to benefit, Biden's going to benefit, or it's it's, it's going to be a wash, essentially. But that's not how they're treating it. They're treating it like, well, we got to have this happen, and this is going to benefit us if if it happens. Come on. I I hate to bring up the whole conspiracy kind of idea, but would they really be for it if they felt like their particular votes were in jeopardy? It has to be a landslide. Uh, And I mean the Electoral College. It can't even be close. It has to be a landslide. It has to be a Reagan-Mondale kind of result um, because they are, between Google and Facebook, which we expose tomorrow on our special, and then uh, this mail-in voting, they're going to need 10 million votes. Okay, It's going to need to be at least 10 million ahead. That ain't going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. It just has to go on the Electoral College or... It's it's I really believe it's civil war. Mm. Well, thank you for the good news. As always, Glenn Beck, uh, when we come back, a D.C. advisory board recommends, uh, you know, just getting rid of the Jefferson Memorial and Washington Monument. I have a feeling that these two gentlemen at the table will have something to say. We'll be back in a minute. Washington 
a government advisory commission in Washington, D.C. has recommended sweeping name changes for schools, government buildings and public spaces in the nation's capital. And they are urging the mayor to call on the federal government to possibly, quote, remove, relocate or contextualize a group of federal memorials. This includes the Jefferson Memorial and the Washington Monument. Uh, the It was like, a, I mean, multi, I think it was almost 30 pages, a report that said the working group's research revealed that more than 70 percent of assets named in the District of Columbia are named for white men, many of whom were not district residents. And uh, they've laid out they've laid out all of these. If you guys are watching, you can see uh, the names Christopher Columbus, Benjamin Franklin, Andrew Jackson, Thomas Jefferson, George Mason, George Washington's on there as well. And uh, the mayor, of course, said, I look forward to reviewing and advancing their recommendations. Glenn, did I successfully make your Benjamin Franklin was the first abolitionist. He was the guy who set up the abolitionist society. Benjamin frickin' Franklin? Are you? They're all more. These people are morons. <laughs> they're morons. <laughs> it, it, George Washington. Really? If you erase George Washington, you know, there's a memorial that was contextualized for us. And it was removed. And it was right at the Capitol. But it was removed. And it was to honor our first war. Our first foreign war. You know why they moved it? Because it has a whole bunch of Americans with their heads all the way around. They've been beheaded because our first foreign war was against Islamic extremism. So they moved that to Annapolis because it can't be in Washington, D.C. So nobody even knows the same thing that is going on in the Middle East now was going on in the 1800s. We moved it erased it it's still there you're not er over my dead francis griffith newlands don't know who you albert pike don't know you george mason thomas jefferson andrew jackson he's a piece of crap (laughs) but we can just say that he's a piece of crap christopher columbus benjamin franklin over my dead body george washington and and ben franklin to the death Eric, I bet this makes you feel a lot better. Do you sleep better at night seeing that they want to eliminate all of these white men? That's my thing. It's like, what? Like, I know it's like this government advisory. Like, these guys are in positions where obviously I feel like they either shouldn't exist. Uh, uh, But more so, what the hell are you doing? Like, what do what else do you you spent? Let's let's. Somebody got paid to do this, I'd imagine. Lots of money. Yeah. To sit here and come up with 30 pages worth of name changes and, and, and stuff like that and stuff we need to contextualize, whatever the heck that means. I feel like there's more going on in the world to be focusing on right now. How are you? Than that. <laughs> how about, like, what, what is going on? If you're going to do this, how about in Seattle, the statue of Carl frickin' Marx? One of the biggest racists. His children committed suicide because he was so racist. I mean, why don't we tear that one down? Why don't we tear that one down? No, because we're not really serious about racism. We're not really serious about anything that actually would matter. We don't care about that. You, oh, God. (laughs) I came home from uh, an operation rescuing current slaves 
uh, get off the plane. And that's the first weekend these numbskulls are saying how oppressed they are by the statues. And I'm like, you have no idea what oppression means if you're like, oh, that statue is just... Oh, my gosh. And can we just, can I clarify, you did, you were a part of this operation. It was not, in fact, in America. No, it was not in America. (laughs) I would like to send some of those people in so they can, and they're all freaking white kids. Yeah. I'd like to send those white kids in for just 24 hours of slavery. Yeah. In another country. You go ahead. You go ahead and then see how you feel about that United States flag on the shoulder of a soldier who will come in and rescue your sorry ass. <laughs> Eric. Like I said, it's just I, I don't understand why they focus on such just small things. It's like when, when I want to see this national conversation being had about statues and things that people are wanting to pull down and tear down. I'm like, does it how does something like that trigger you? And I'm I'm the I'm I'm as anti-government. As it gets there, it, I don't believe there exists someone that is more anti-government than than I am in this country. But I don't sit up here walking around like, well, that statue of George Mason or, or George, <laughs> it, it really offends me. And it reminds me of my oppression. It doesn't even make sense. But like I said, there are people getting paid to write this this trash. And that's why I'm like, no, like what, what actually is this? What are we, what are we, what kind of conversation are we having here? So you have a problem sending your tax dollars to, to a committee People that you've fake, never even never heard, heard of? of? Fake positions, <laughs> right. completely made up, and I'm pretty sure they're probably making more money than I am. And, and they're writing these, just coming to us like they got to find something to be offended at. Maybe they came, that was the thing they'd be offended at for the week. Jill, you come up with 30 pages worth of <laughs> worth of trash and we'll justify it and we'll have this sort of conversation. We'll 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 justify our positions existing for the next couple of months as we try to tear down everything because and you know how white st- men, you know how stupid they are. <laughs> they probably did actual work. I mean, you and I, if we were getting a check, we would be like, we're right. That will bang that out in an hour. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Go screw off. Let's yeah. go someplace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, morons. Morons. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't successfully make his head explode this segment, but maybe next one. Maybe next one. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Incredible. It really is scary, though, when you think. All right, here's a CDC report uh, I wanted to get to yesterday. We didn't get a chance to, but the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published a report that I, like you had to go through it. You had to come through it, read the fine print. And within the report, it did state that just 6% of COVID-19 deaths uh, listed the only cause of death as coronavirus, no other comorbidities. So the other 94% did have, obviously, uh, comorbidities in there and it said for deaths with for deaths with conditions or causes in addition to covid-19 on average there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes per death so those that 6% that didn't have it does that include the age no mm. <laughs> mm. i mean that 6% could all be over 65 mm-hmm. and it would explain that to me is a another pre-existing condition mm-hmm. or or an added condition if it's if it's six percent and they're all thirty years old and they're healthy, well, that's uh, that's a powerful six percent, but it's still six percent. But if it require if it's if they're dismissing age, right? Yeah, that's true. 
Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and so the top underlying medical conditions that were linked to coronavirus deaths, obviously influenza, pneumonia, respiratory failure, hypertensive disease, diabetes, cardiac arrest, heart failure, renal failure. This is a curious one. Intentional and unintentional injury, poisoning or other adverse events. I'm not like sure. Motor, like motorcycle crashes and uh-huh. stuff like that. Kind of like that one that we saw. Slitting your wrist in a warm tub. Yeah. yeah. And then you, what, what does that then you, you get to the to hospital. Have... They, you have COVID-19. When they test you at the hospital, all of a sudden it's counted as, as a COVID-19 death. Yeah. No, I, I do not see how anybody can look at that. Look at what's happening in America when you see not even just protesting and all out of that sort of crazy thing. You see how rigged the game is. Why is why is why is the country still in lockdown? Can someone actually justify that? Aside from you just playing with people's livelihoods, seriously, like can you actually justify no. that? You can't. No, and what they've done is they've put us in look, people say either one of two things. I vote for Trump, and so there is no virus. It was all a hoax. Mm. Or I'm voting for Biden, and all these people are crazy, and we should always be in a we should be in an aquarium right now. <laughs> No, I think there's a lot of people that are like, no, it was real. It's just not as bad as we thought it would be. And we did the right thing at the right time for maybe 20 days, 15, 20 days. And now what are we doing? That's where I think the majority of Americans. But you can't have that view. Mm -hmm. You can't. You're either over here or over here. What do you think? How long? How much longer do you think we have this mask mandate business? Because that's the part that I'm just like this. this Well, I think it's interesting that. Um, Greg Abbott may have said, in Texas at least, may have said, but have you noticed there hasn't been a single arrest of anyone who's not wearing it? In Texas. Yeah, in Texas. So you can say whatever you want, but if you're not enforcing it, and I walk into stores all the time or I walk places, I walked into a doctor's office yesterday, and I'm like, do I need this? And they're like, no. Really? Yeah. I tried to schedule an appointment to go get my hair cut. And I was like, I can't wear it right now. And I even said, I'm like, my doctor doesn't want me wearing it right now. I can't, Time I can't do it. Time to find a new hair cuttery. <laughs> really, I'm like, <laughs> but my, but the it, the governor's order, it gives a medical exemption. And I'm telling you that I have one. And they were like, sorry, we had some girls get in trouble the other day because they weren't wearing their masks. Oh, they got in trouble? Yeah. By who? Uh, building management, I building, guess. Not building <laughs> I guess. Holy cow. <laughs> building management? <laughs> Woo! I didn't know it was that serious. I know. I, it, it, we're just going through the motions. That's all this Don't is. Don't you feel like we're living in Groundhog's Day? Yeah, it's like we're just going through the like, None of this can be justified. Nobody, and if you ask them, like, okay, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Like, you know, that's one of the what big questions. What are the metrics like, we need what to do? What, what do we need to look at and mm-hmm. we say, okay, now it's okay? Mm-hmm. And nobody can ever answer that. Balance the ball on your nose. I'll give <laughs> you a sardine. I yeah, mean, that's and they hold you hostage. It's a hostage negotiation too. It's like, and they don't they, like the terms. We don't even understand them. It's just they're just holding is, holding you hostage, and they're like, "Well, we're just gonna do this." And you're like, "Well, what, what, part of the hostage negotiations, you're supposed to tell me what you want, right? <laughs> you're supposed to tell me what they ain't even telling you what you want. It's like lock it down for an indefinite amount of time. We're just going through the motions right now. Can they justify? Absolutely not. Which is why they keep moving at post. Hey, 15 days to slow the spread to nobody ever can get the virus ever, ever, ever again before we go and it's to the movies or something. It's dehumanizing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I. I really have to listen and look at people in the eye when I'm talking to them now because 
you have no you have no other signs to read. You can't. I mean, we are losing the ability to connect with each other. This is really bad. Well, and to Eric's point, you've got you, we had 15 days to slow the spread. Then we had so, I think some I don't know. I can't remember. It's been 10 million years since this thing started. But something in between. Uh, no. Now we have to wait until a vaccine is available. Oh, yeah. But now, even after a vaccine is available, they've already told us the new normal. The new normal. You can't, don't, whoa. Once a vaccine's <laughs> available, we can't stop wearing masks then. And it's like, wh- why would this be the new normal that they would, that they would want? Here's two, two words, very underused. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, like me or? No. Anybody who comes in and says, hey, you can't, huh? No, you really can't. Shut up. Yeah. What are you going to do? It is time for America just to lovingly say, oh, well, bless your heart. You want me to wear that mask? <laughs> well, you are so great. And then and they keep pushing. Just shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Get out. I, I feel like we need to, we, maybe it's too late, but we should have organized like a mass mask. I said civil disobedience was going to be the way that this, the only way this ended in the first place is the people just saw that, okay, this is okay to just go be human beings again. And as more people do it and they see other people do it, it's like, whatever. Sure, maybe the first initial people may have to (laughs) come into conflict with the police officers or something like that. Mm -hmm. But at some point, it's going to be where it's like, look, we're going to go about our lives, right. right? We're not hurting anybody. If you want to stay your silly behind uh, in, in an aquarium for the rest of your life, you go do You're that. Welcome to That's do your that. business. But you, you can't force me to do it. Right, That's because you also can still go around wearing a mask if you want to. That's true. Yeah, it's like, we don't need for, the mandate. For whatever reason, people seem to think that you have to agree with everything it is that another individual does. This is why my argument, since in March I was calling this, I was like, all right, look. We don't have to sit up here and take sides. We don't need a mandate or anything like that. It's as simple as this. How about this? You want to quarantine. You want to stay at home. You want to cover your face. You go do that. For everybody else that wants to assume whatever risk it is, they should be free to do that because they have been long before COVID-19. Nobody had a problem with the people that weren't weren't wearing masks with 100,000 people at the Lincoln Memorial yesterday or two days ago. Didn't have a problem with it. Didn't have a problem with it. Shut up! <laughs> well, I don't know if you know the scientific fact, but COVID nineteen doesn't spread when you're protesting for social justice. Yep. Oh well, it's Thanks. a bigger, bigger it's disease. Very smart. The other one. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. <laughs> it's advancing. Yeah. The virus is advancing. Who knows? Yesterday's poll, is the mainstream media complicit in the widespread violence and unrest across the nation? 95% of you said very. They are very complicit. Uh, the rest of you were just, you were just I wrong. I mean, 0.8% said, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Not at all? 2%? Not at all? That's Who are these people? Brian Stelter. Jim Acosta. Yeah, they're all in the media. (laughs) All in the media. (laughs) Must be who it was. Today's poll, who is pulling Joe Biden's strings? Uh, Your options are Wall Street, the radical left, former Obama officials, or uh, Corn Pop, because they like to troll the Joe Biden uh, polls with Corn Pop. Have you seen Corn Pop lately? I haven't. Right, exactly. (laughs) Do you think it's the radical left, though? 
Um, I think it's a combination of the Clinton the people with the Soros people and the radical left. I mean, that that the money is what's driving this. It's yeah. not the people with ideology. It's people who are driving it for money. Yeah. What do you think? Eric? Yeah, I would say that. I like the Obama camp, like those guys being involved. I think the radical left more so is. Useful like idiots. The idiots. Yeah, they're the useful yeah. idiots. And that's why they unfortunately painted themselves in a corner with that because they committed to them. And now you have the suburban moms like, well, we didn't want our houses burned. Right. Uh, Safety is kind of important was, yeah, to us. Well, we signed up. Yeah. Uh, don't miss Glenn's big special on big tech and stealing the election. It is tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.